welcome to creating wealth through passive apartment investing podcast in this show we will discuss about best and worst experiences about passive and active apartment investing and i am your host ramakrishna let's begin the show uh, today's our guest is tim kelly from acuity passive income welcome tim hey man thank you so much for having me i appreciate it rama yeah thank you tim please go ahead and share your you know uh, your background yeah no absolutely currently i'm uh, i'm in pensacola florida i'm originally from the chicago land area i grew up right outside the city all my family's there i'm a huge fan still my favorite city in the world uh, regardless of all the, the the negative press that chicago has um but i was in the navy for 15 and a half years i i left uh that the chicagoland area when i was 21 and joined the navy and uh spent 15 and a half years in the navy and uh around my 8 or 9 year mark got really um excited about real estate because i went on a long deployment and i took a bunch of books with me and i had a stack of books that all related to personal wealth and financial management and just money and i kept seeing this trend of real estate investing and building assets and you know so i got off that deployment and i kind of just immersed myself in all things real estate books podcasts spent a lot of money on education and mentorship and coaching um and then you know my my 10 or 11 year mark i really just dove in and and went straight for the large multifamily and commercial asset classes and focus on apartment complexes mobile home parks i was also doing some small multifamily and stuff for the house hacking strategy and just the the long term debt that you can get on small multifamily i thought that was pretty cool i was just trying to get as many doors as i possibly could under one roof and then you know I ended up, you know, joining forces with a couple other navy, marine, army and air force veterans and military guys and and we uh created this incredible community called Active Duty Passive Income where where now we're teaching other military members on how to create wealth and how to build financial freedom and and through real estate investing and owning more of America. that they fight so hard for. So, but I'm still investing, love commercial, love multifamily, love apartments, mobile home parks, storage, RVs. I'm really just helping other people learn what I've learned and a lot of that is through high performance. I'm also a certified high performance coach. So I love love all that, help people create, you know, or knock down boundaries and 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 bust through the self-doubt that they have. But yeah, that's that's a a little bit about me, man. Oh god, thank you. So share me about your first real estate investing experience. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So, um the very first the very first one um when I I kind of was immersing myself in real estate. I I I quickly kind of just went towards the commercial and multifamily asset classes, so I kind of knew that's what I wanted to do. um and i was stationed in virginia beach the norfolk virginia beach area in the navy on a ship and i was i was sitting there i was like man i i really want to get a a multifamily property and so i was looking at some commercial properties i was looking at some apartment complexes at at the point where i really didn't know what the heck i was doing uh, i was just trying to figure it out along the way and and so then i got orders here to pensacola and you know knowing that i was commercial and multifamily focused i kind of reached out to a bunch of people who were already here in the area about 7 or 8 months before i got here so i started building a network started connecting with agents and brokers and investors and lenders and all that um but i knew i had to live somewhere right i knew i had to live somewhere when i moved 
So I was focused on the commercial multifamily, but the very first deal that I did was a four unit property. And I moved here. I PCS permanent change of station here, uh, military terms. When I got here that first month, I closed on a four unit property um, that I intended to house hack um, using a 203k FHA loan. So very low money down out of pocket required for that. Um, but then six months later is when I closed my first apartment complex with uh, some friends that I met that I networked with previously. You know, like I said, when I was still in Virginia Beach, and that was a 42 unit apartment complex. Um, so the first deal was the fourplex, you know, with with a house hacking in mind, because I knew I needed to live somewhere. Uh, but then the first actual apartment complex deal was just shortly about five or six months after that was a 42 unit deal with uh, with some people I was networking with around the area. Sure. And thank you. So uh, share me a little bit about that 41 units apartment complex. How did you source that deal and how exactly, you know, raise capital or how you're managing that property. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that one right there was all because I I started, I just made the decision, you know, before I even got to Pensacola, when I was still in Norfolk, like I said, made the decision to focus on commercial and multifamily. So I said no to everything else. There's a lot of distractions in real estate and in business. Uh, you know, there's a meaning single family, wholesaling, flipping, uh, you know, short term rentals, all these different other asset classes and strategies out there. But I knew I had to focus on one single asset class and strategy. So I really went deep. I went vertical and, and, you know, was able to talk the talk and speak the language. And, and so I was connecting with lenders and brokers and investors before I even got here. And the minute I showed up, you know, I closed on that four unit property, but I was all, all already in the process of meeting with people. I showed up to the local RIA meeting, the Real Estate Investment Association. And I just let everybody know exactly who I was, exactly what I was looking for, exactly how I could add value and um, you know who I was in the marketplace. And I, I just convinced myself that I was going to be doing a deal within the year and a large commercial multifamily deal without having done any anything. All I had was just knowledge. All I had was knowledge and motivation and ambition. And so because I told everybody, I showed up to the meetings, I was networking, that's how we got some deal flow. And because I showed up to the meetings and was networking at my butt off, that's how we were able to raise capital. And, and really 90% or so of that capital was raised right here at our local RIA. And that's how I, we were able to close um, the very first deal. And that was back in 2017. And then we actually went full cycle on that thing and sold it at the end of 2020, gave all of our investors a you know triple digit returns, which was uh, pretty sweet. But yeah, that's a little bit of backstory on that one. Great. So three digits returns is awesome. Uh, share me any challenging experiences on that deal. Man, there was, there was quite a few. Probably the, the biggest one was our property managers. And uh, the second biggest one was our general contractor. So we had to fire um, a couple different contractors and but we ended up having to fire our property manager who ended up losing us quite a bit of money. And we took a chance with this property manager. We thought they were going to be able to do what they said they, they were going to do. They said 
you know, that they um, were, were really going to be able to help us manage this thing. And with all the vetting that we did and, and all the interviewing that we did, we, we, we selected them because they were, they were the best. They assured us that it, things will go smooth and it would be off to the races. And, you know, w- within that first year, it's just, you know, they, they were not meeting their expectations. We're not meeting the financial targets. Um, and so we, we had to, we had to fire them. And, and um, luckily because we had created relationships during our due diligence period with the city, um, there were the economic development rep ended up being a, a real estate professional. She was an agent and also a property manager. And she cared about, she cared about that apartment complex in that community, just like we did. And um, because we, we created that, that network, she was able to take over the property management piece for us, which significantly helped. But yeah, the big lesson learned about, about the property manager. I mean, I don't know what else we could have done to better vet them. They really convinced us that they would uh, be able to um, really, really, really manage this thing well for us. Um, and so, so yeah, that was, that was just probably one of the, one of the biggest challenges we had was with our property management. Well, but like I said, because we, because we created that relationship during due diligence with the city and this is, you know, huge lesson learned from that point forward, all, all my due diligence processes, you know, involves going to the city, creating relationships with uh, city hall, more specifically planning and zoning, economic development, and even the mayor, if you could shake hands with the mayor and introduce yourself, it's always, it always pays dividends. Um, so a lot of lessons learned there for sure. Awesome. And also you, you're planning to achieve financial freedom and also you're planning to help other veterans and the military officials. So share me about uh, your platform, why, why you created that platform, how you're helping other, uh, you know, veterans. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I really have always just had a desire and a heart for sharing information and helping other military members while when I was serving. And there's this cool thing in the military. Well, specifically in the Navy, it's like a collateral duty, kind of like a, a another hat that you could wear called the command financial specialist. And always always had an interest in you know financial management and money and building wealth. And so I got that certification and I was able to help a lot of sailors and Marines and stuff on deployments and stuff, you know, learn about money and understand assets and liabilities and the stuff we all should have learned in schools. So I actually ended up being a guest on the bigger pockets podcast uh, back in 2018, sharing this very similar story that I'm sharing today. And the, the founder and co-founder of active duty, passive income at the time heard me on the podcast and I gave out my cell phone number on the podcast. So the co-founder gave me a call, um, Eric Upchurch, amazing, amazing individual. Um, I've always looked up to him. He's not one of my best friends. He's an army veteran. And he reached out to me because I kind of share my story and I let him know I was still active duty at the time and doing apartments and mobile home parks. And, and I had a heart for, for educating and so since that, since that very conversation, I've been part of the team and now I'm a co-owner and the VP of education for active duty, passive income, where we educate, help guide, mentor other past and present military members on how to create financial freedom and how to build wealth and passive income through real estate investing and, and really by owning more of America that they fight so hard for. And it kind of started as a small Facebook community a very, very rough podcast and a, and a course. But now 
you know, we've we've created multiple courses, single family, multifamily, uh, commercial and short term rental crypto. There's all this different education. We, you know, we're going to hit 100,000 members in our Facebook group. We've had, you know, Grant Cardone and Robert Kiyosaki and some amazing people on our podcast. We have a best selling book called Military House Hacking. And that's that's really education is at our core. But we also have financial services like a mortgage company and insurance brokerage and a real estate brokerage where we could connect our community and our members with financial service, uh, financial services who understand military life, who understand investing and who help can help educate them. Um, so yeah, we're really excited about where we're going and, and there's a lot more planned for the future. We actually have our very first ADPI conference in October in new Orleans, which we're super stoked about, but, uh, yeah, that's a little bit about the community, man. And I've spent so much time and have so much joy, uh, helping other military members, um, do what I'm doing. Awesome. And congratulations on that hundred K like, you know, serving hundred K is awesome. Share, share me like, uh, what's your focus current now and, uh, how you're targeting your uh, next assets? Absolutely. There's been a you know a few shifts. I've I've I have a very high interest in RV parks uh, and storage facilities. But the last deal I closed was just another another apartment community. Um, I co GP'd on 92 units in San Antonio with a good friend of mine, and and I'm also looking for mobile home parks. It's kind of just because I have you know the network and and the experience in in all these different asset classes. I think every single market still has so many different opportunities, but the ability to kind of go from one and to another asset class uh, proficiently is is a huge strength, right? So. Uh, you know, my focus is really Southeast, Midwest, uh, you know, Texas, there's just so many opportunities and it's overcrowded. That was the last deal was, was in San Antonio and the numbers looked really, really good on that. Too good to pass up to help close that one. So, so yeah, that's, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot happening in our economic world today with inflation and interest rates, uh, but there's absolutely still opportunities out there. Um, if you have the right network and if the right people know you. Got it. Got it. Share me like any one advice that have impact on you, man. Um, there's a lot. I would say one of my mentors told me a while back, uh, you know, this, this success in this business is just a little bit about a little bit about what, you know, it's more about who, you know, but it's most about who knows you. And there's way too many people that are in this business trying to get in this business who are hesitant to even just get on social media and share with their friends who they who they agreed to call a friend and say I'm a commercial multifamily investor my partners and I are closing deals this is how I could add value this is what I'm doing I'm looking for deals I'm looking to offer investors returns and it really is about who knows you and it's it's like I said it's a little bit of what what, what you know meaning you need the education you need the knowledge you need to know the mechanics but it's 20% mechanics and 80% mindset right and if if you have the network and you know people you have to make sure they know exactly very clearly and simply who you are what you do um what you could offer and then what you're looking for um so i think it's it's really important to have a crafted 15 to 20 second, what I call elevator pitch, just in very simple Barney style terms, explaining exactly that, who you are, what you do, what you're looking for, and how you could add value to people. Awesome. And tell me like any one, any personal habits that are helping you to be successful. 
man, being in, uh, in the military for 15 and a half years, I think I, I truly am at an advantage in this business because being in the military, you're, you're programmed, you know, to have grit, have resilience, have, um, teamwork as a priority you know, just to have a high work ethic, leadership, um, all these different traits and discipline is one of those traits. And I think uh, Jocko, you know, said another, probably one of my favorite quotes is discipline equals freedom. Um, and I think the more disciplined you are, the more successful you're going to be. And it's not easy to be disciplined just in, in ourself and by ourselves and in our own head. And too many of us stay in our own head and are not willing to ask for help, ask for accountability, join masterminds. So I think the discipline to just wake up early consistently over time, I mean, even if you wake up an hour earlier, two hours early, three hours early, think about what you can get done. If you wake up, you know, 30 minutes earlier one week, the next week you wake up a little bit more and eventually you wake up two or three hours earlier than you have woken up. Do that consistently for a month, you know, six months, a year, how much more you can get done. And not only get done, how much more value you could add to other people. Because it's really, it's really about that. Your, your abundance and what you receive and income and, and, and abundance is directly correlated with what you give in value. So I think for me, consistently being able to just wake up early and get more done in the first couple hours than most people get done um, you know, in, in a whole day or sometimes a whole week because it's quiet. You're not getting texts and messages and calls and emails. Uh, you could stay focused and disciplined um, to wake up early. You could probably get a lot done and get a lot more deep work um, completed. Great. I like that. Discipline is good freedom. Yeah. Totally agree on that. Yeah, any books that impacted your life and what way? Oh man, so many. Jeez. I mean, I would I would have to just say military house hacking. You know, I co-authored that. Just a shameless plug for any military members. You can get that for free on our website. It's a best-selling book called Military House Hacking. So check that out. That impacted my life more than you know a lot of other ones because I co-authored it and it really helped me. And but uh, man, there's so many, there's so many good ones out there. And and I have to mention a couple. You know, and I feel like most people have heard about this, but I, I feel like maybe one person that hasn't hasn't heard this maybe listening and it's how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie. I, I believe that's a should be a recommended and um, an absolute need uh, to read uh, required reading, I should say, for anybody trying to find any kind of success in life. It really is a playbook written in the 30s, but Man, so many good nuggets in that. How to win friends and influence people. Um, and then, man, The Go-Giver is just another extraordinarily transformational book. Super short, super impactful. And how the five stratospheric laws of success all go back to giving. Um, and one more, I would say, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, another Navy guy. He's a former Navy SEAL. If you haven't heard about him, you're probably living under a rock. He's just been all over social media over the last couple of years. Just an amazing story of amazing resilience and just uh, an incredible mindset. So there's definitely a lot more, but huge fan of books, huge fan of reading. They One little book could be so life-changing. It's, it's crazy how more people don't read. But, um, but yeah, those are a couple of the most impactful for me. Yeah, awesome books. And how are you giving back to community, Tim? Yeah, yeah. So I love obviously serving the military, um, you know, every every day in, in our community and, and helping out. We also do a lot with homeless veterans, the homeless veteran community. 
And uh, one of my favorite hobbies, I'm in, a, I'm in a band. I've been playing music and playing drums all my life. And all of our all of our tips that we have uh, get split up and get donated to two different incredible nonprofit organizations. One of them is the USO, the military organization, military service uh, services organization. You might have heard of them and like through in all the airports and it's just a home away from home for for military members all over the world. And uh, half our uh, proceeds go to uh, CRI, which is the Children's Rescue Initiative, which is a nonprofit uh, to combat uh, child slavery and child trafficking. Um, so those are a few ways that, that I give him back other than volunteering my time and and uh, over tipping sometimes to the good servers who take care of us or other other service providers that I run into it, um, you know, on a weekly basis. Awesome. How can listeners can connect with you? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, the Timothy is my website. Um, it's got all the shenanigans I'm involved in on that. And um, the Instagram at the Timothy Kelly, LinkedIn at the Timothy Kelly. Um, Facebook, the Timothy Kelly. And, you know, if, if this is resonating with you and something, you know, just is, is telling you to reach out, just shoot me a text message um, and we'll hop on a call and, and we'll just get to know each other, see, see how we could add value to each other. You could shoot me a text at area code 847-910-9161. Thank you, Tim. Uh, I really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for adding value to the show. Absolutely, man. It's my pleasure. And thank you so much for the honor of, uh, of speaking with me today, Rama. Thank you. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message info at ushacapital.com. Thank you for listening. Creating Wealth Through Passive Apartment Investing Podcast. I hope you learned something from the show. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only. As always, please consult with your own CPA, legal and financial advisor before investing.